Welcome to Greed Watch 2018. My name is Coriander Dickinson. This is a Common Rider O's recap podcast. Woo! Uh, I have with me Josh A. Kegan. Hello, I keep my fire in a room. And Adam Wasserman. Hello, fire walk with me. I wish. <laughs> Can we just pivot into Twin Peaks? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Great. Finally, finally, three white people talking about Twin Peaks on a podcast. <laughs> Phew. Hey, one of them's a woman. That's got to be new. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is episode 30 of our children's TV show. We're almost done. Sort of. <laughs> the King, a Panda, and Burning Memories. Uh, I went to the Burning Memories Festival last year. My campsite was lit. I did so many drugs and I walked around naked and I didn't take showers and I'm also a tech millionaire. Yeah. I, I have King Panda memory of flame. Yeah, which was weird. I have that too because that's not three things. <clears throat> that's three things. No, it's not. King Panda memory. King Memor- Panda memory of flame. There's a, there's king, a comma between comma. King and Panda. It's not a King Panda. Oh. I think there's even an Oxford comma after Panda. But so. truly, who gives a fuck about an Oxford comma? I do. Not the shortest song ever. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's why you got thrown out of Vampire Weekend. <laughs> well, I do, Ezra. All right, well, this isn't going to work out. Turn in, your, turn in your copy of Graceland, and you can't be in Vampire Weekend anymore. I, do I wouldn't really like know that a song. Vampire Weekend song if it bit me and turned me uh, into a vampire for a weekend. They here speak, speaking of white people with with bold takes, uh, they're really good. I think Vampire Weekend is a good band, except that last record, which is one of the worst albums I've ever heard. It was very bad. Don't they do that song about how 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 they can't feel their face? Oh, oh, oh hey, it's it's Uncle Comedy. Hey, everyone, Uncle <laughs> Comedy's here. Make it. Hang out. And give us. <laughs> See, I don't know the difference between Vampire Weekend and The Weekend. Despite having seen Uncut Gems. Oh, you put up with that, huh? Um, um, I, have, yeah. I have not dipped uh, my toe in that water. The heart, the absolute. There was, there was one Adam Sandler movie to see over the holiday season, and that was Netflix's Murder Mystery, which is the most fun I've ever had not enjoying a film. <laughs> over the weekend, I watched Parasite. That oh, was a lot, finally. and That's, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I, uh, oh. I, my wife and I went to go see that. Uh, we hadn't seen it, and then a local theater was showing the uh, brand new black and white print. And because, oh. and because oh. we are dorks, we were like, "This is how we want to experience Parasite the first time." We are insufferable film nerds. Uh, and here's the thing: it's real good. We were watching the Oscars, and I was like, "Oh, hot take." Oh, it's in color. Yeah, yeah. Like the color is so great in it, though. Like this, yeah, green and orange. I am looking. I am looking forward to seeing it again. But I got to say, if uh, if the black and white gets a wide release, it's really interesting. Uh, I mean, I'd be willing to watch it again. How good did the poop color come across? Just like the Mm. raw feces. I mean, here's Mm. the thing. You knew what it it wasn't like, oh, I don't know what color that is. Why that could be, well, that could be a peppermint latte. You know, like we were aware of like, oh, it's poop. 
that's that's poop and this is this is terrible i'm curious to see it in color because i'm curious if stuff like the you know the fountain of poop and the spoilers the gigantic bloodbath at the end i'm curious (laughs) if in color that will have a different impact uh than just seeing it in sort of muted tones of gray but uh look i mean overall it's good and those noodles still looked great that's what i took away from parasite i was like i gotta get me some rom done that looks great i I love rom and i've never had it you didn't want some pizza i did i did not want some pizza nor did i want peaches nor did i want a big thing of like plum wine although it looked very refreshing it looked very refreshing for pacifier bottle man who is the scariest mother? Who walked in from like a South Korean John Waters movie? <laughs> There's a lot of movies in Parasite. There are, and I love all of them. Yeah, they're but, all good. Thank God. So this is a podcast talking about Twin Peaks and Parasite. <laughs> oh, okay. So before we start, I let me let me do the thing that I want. Oh, to your do. new thing! You're it's so excited a, about your new it's, thing. It's a one-time thing. It's not like an ongoing thing. Anyway, but it's new. All right, I'm gonna type something. Into the chat. Okay. And I want both of you to just take a stab at reading it out loud and telling me how you how you would pronounce it. Uh is uh common writer Zooks. Oh, this is tough. Is it no it's not. It's Zooks. Mm. How else would mm. how else would you pronounce that? I think the answer will surprise you. Common Rider Z. It's just Z. <laughs> oh, you're going. You're using the Japanese X rule where X is not pronounced. Interesting. Yes, that's where I'm going with this. For our listeners who cannot see what I typed, I have typed the words Common Rider and then capital Z, capital X with no space between them. The official pronunciation of this Common Rider's name is Common Rider Zikros. Oh, I uh, I love the pamplemousse flavor of Common Rider Zacross. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not Zacroy. Yeah, no, this is Zacross. This is the official 10th Common Rider who showed up in a one-off special. And uh, until very recently, I assumed it's, his, their name was like Zeto Exu or something. But it's Zacross. Oh. And I'm Common Rider, everybody. That is, yeah, that is stunning. Is that the entire quiz? That was the that was the whole thing. That was the quiz. There was hey, one question. All right, you all failed. How? Good job. How long were you prepared? Adam was so excited <laughs> before we turned the mics on. He was like, "I got this hot new bit. It's gonna kill. It's gonna. Everyone's gonna be crying. Just <laughs> no, weepy tears of joy." I just, I just think it's funny, and I've been thinking about it for months, and now it's now it's out in the world instead of in my head. It's across. Yeah, Zacross. He's he's Zacross. the one that looks like random parts of him are metal. <laughs> <laughs> the one. This that well, like more so than some of the, uh, the okay, so this he he's a Showa uh, era common no, writer. No, no. So no. No. So <clears throat> anyway. So newer better onk is here. Onk too. Still Electric Boogalonk. Slorping the, so really? the cell metals out of <sighs> Tinier old onk. I said onk too. And sucks. Gesundheit. Thank you. Okay, continue. <laughs> and then uh, Kamen Rider oh, 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 sprays him with the skeet bomb. 
or whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, Come on, skit, 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 skit. Yeah, he uses a super super soaker on him and runs away. Yeah. It's a very, I might add, very badly. It is in a TV show where I have seen amongst some of the worst special effects outside of the work of, say, The Asylum. Uh, they, like, uh, Common Rider grabs Ankh and, like, boop, bop, boops, like, Cuberts his way out of the city. Like, literally, like, Poochie getting sent back to his home planet. You know when people do that thing with in Photoshop where they just like stretch stuff out and move it around um, like manually? It looks like that. Yeah, it's there are zoetropes with more uh, <laughs> movement and detail. Uh, anyways, uh, and then uh, Kazari does some light flirting with Ankh too. Yep. He kidnaps a child. <laughs> yep. Basically. Kazari kidnaps that child. <laughs> And then there's this really cool like pull, camera pull away where it looks like they're going to reveal something because they're going around some pipes and then it's just like the end of the shot. And it's just like, I guess, I guess the person, the director was like, eh, what if I uh, use some of my film, film school techniques just for funsies? And then we're in uh, Chiyoko's Love Bug uh, and she is uh, driving Maki. Love Bug. She's driving it for Maki. But she is driving for Maki. Yes. Uh, and uh, they're going to get Maki uh, some first aid. Uh, and this uh, this gives Maki some uh, old-fashioned sister flashbacks. Also, we find out that Chiyoko is lawful good. Because she's never been in an accident, she never breaks the law. We just give her a lot of Chiyoko information today. <laughs> I know. By the way, Chiyoko's good for now. <gasps> Think about that. And just Whoa, just put that, put that oh, in, right. your, mem- yeah, in right. your memory, Voss. Because that's going to come up later. Also, she does spend the whole episode still in that same Italian Renaissance blue dress thing that she was wearing in the previous episode. Yes. Yeah. So Maki was injured previously. His elbow is bleeding and he's cradling his doll in his arms. He accidentally tells Chiyoko to call him by his first name. And that is so exciting that we slam into the opening credit sequence. Uh, as usual, we see scenes from some Common Rider movie that looks a jillion times more intense and dope than whatever the fuck we're about to watch. There's like giants, and there's like multiple flying arms, and there's like a nice lady and a vampire, maybe. There's just a lot of punching, and the movie's called Let's Go Common Rider, which to me sounds kind of like almost like you're a little exhausted with like common like the cars here and common riders taking too much time in the bathroom you're like come on let's go common rider it's it's a reference to the theme song of common rider ichigo which is let's go rider kick okay that's why common riders kick people yeah because the first one did (laughs) and set the template for kicking there you go josh that's it and i feel like i feel like this movie would break you in so many ways it looks fucking great. It like, oh, it's everybody's, great. Everybody's running around, and there's a lot of there's a lot of punching and kicking, and it looks uh, it looks like they spent more than seventeen dollars on it. And uh, who knows? Who knows if there's any, if I have any tolerance for this nonsense left when we're done eighteen episodes from now? Maybe just maybe we'll watch Let's Go, Common Rider. Maybe to sweeten the pot a little bit. There's a bazooka turtle in it. I'm in. Bazooka turtle is friend to children. (laughs) So we uh, enter the couscousier where Hina is wearing her excellent, excellent slashy outfit. Yes. (laughs) About to perform in a Pirandello play, I think. 
<laughs> That's a fantastic. About to break, yes, either about to perform in a Pirandello play or uh, kill his sister and then get put away in a mental institution by Donald Pleasance. Wow. <laughs> but but either way, Commedia dell'arte. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, because maybe some of us have had like some time between episodes and we need a refresher, AG clarifies that some stuff happened. AG brings in Ankh, who is, uh, as my grandmother would say, is fatutsed. And then Date runs in and is like, the yummy. Oh, okay. Date's all like, oh, I see what happened. You lost. Uh, hey, remember when the Ankhtu and Kazara were standing on some steps? Mm-hmm. They like it there a lot and they're hanging out and they're just really having some time together. And Kazara's like, hey, so uh, tell me about yourself. And Ankhtu is like, oh, no, Tuesday. And, uh, and he doesn't remember nothing. And uh, Kazara's like, like a chick searching for his mother. And my note on that was, I guess. I guess he's like a chick searching well, for his mother. He is a bird. Kazari's a cat and might not understand birds very well. Mm, also true. Mm. Also, also, Ankhtu makes like this very token effort to maybe make a yummy out of Kazari. Kazari's like, no. Stop. <laughs> we don't do that. Honey. No, no, no. It's like he casually tried to reach his arm around a girl's shoulder at the movies and she was like, mm, that's, no, you've misunderstood. <laughs> Maybe he should have tried yawning first. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> at least give me the courtesy of a yawn before you try to touch my shoulder, sir. Next scene, Maki takes Chiyoko to uh, Mrs. Havisham's house. <laughs> it's just it's been... <laughs> For our first aid kit. <laughs> Question mark. Yeah, it's not Maki's house, it's Maki's old house, and it's this giant, rambling, empty mansion. They lived yeah. very well, Maki and his sister. There's fucking candlesticks on the floor in every room. Just to remind uh, that something with fire happened. There's also creepy dolls to remind you that the creepy doll was there too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's a house filled with flashbacks and a first aid kit, which yep. is in the display shelf where you keep such things. And Shioko's like... Wait, these photos, but they're me? Maki's just having some flashbacks, and the sister, like, I'll always be with you. You know, just sort of, like, flashbacky ghost things. And yeah. then he looks he looks at a candle, and he thinks some more about fire. I'll never leave you and die in a fire. I love you. I'm the only one who loves you. That kind of shit. Smash cut to Kagami's office. <laughs> Where Kagami is just fucking excited about literally anything you tell him. Santanaka gives him the update on Maki. He's still not in the lab. And Goto, Goto is doing basically data entry and is a whole new person, which by my count is now the third new person that Goto has been in this process. Mm-hmm. He is updating the birthday records of the staff. Uh, you call it whatever you want. That's data entry. That's five bucks an hour if you're lucky. Oh, no, at Kogami Corporation, that's like, that's a real high level position. It's extremely important. But if you make a single mistake, you are out on your ass. Here's the thing. It's just so much fun. It's so much. Kugami, I think, has had like an ep- He's having an episode. <laughs> something something burst in his brain or the fucking the Molly kicked in or whatever. But he's like, this is so much fun. This is so much. He's just gone the full Clark Griswold and everybody's whistling zippity doo out of their asses. When he was facing the window, he did a couple poppers. <laughs> That's all for Kugami talking about how much fun he's having. Yes. We cut to Goto doing his data entry, which is him 
pretending to do data entry and then very obviously trying to guess passwords while a little a little siren goes off to let everybody know that he was wrong. And I don't think that's how hacking is supposed to be done. All I know about hacking I got from watching movies in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. So first of all, you should at least be wearing some uh, form of hypercolors clothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe a painter's cap, some mm. chains. You should be skateboarding. Your name mm. should be like Devil X or something. And you say stuff like, we're in. How long does it take to type a bunch of variations on happy birthday to finally get that password right? <laughs> Happy birthday, one, one, one. Happy birthday, two, two, two. <laughs> Let's see, happy, like four, happy birthday. Mm. Chioko and Maki are talking about his sister, and we learn, we, I mean, we knew this already, but Chioko learns that Maki, uh, his parents died, and his uh, his sister was like a substitute parent, uh, and Chioko uh, naturally then asks the question, oh, is she married? And Maki's like, uh, no, she's dead. And like, am I right, ladies? Same difference. <laughs> she died before her wedding. She, ah. uh, she burned to death the day before, night before her wedding. What a coincidence. Weird. In this very house. <laughs> My sister, who was the only person I could talk to, burned to death the night before she left me. It's weird. It's like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. The thing is, and not a lot of people know this, is that women... Are their most flammable the night before their wedding? <laughs> oh, because they're all pent up. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're finally, well, they're finally going to have sex for the very first fi- time. <laughs> so yeah. they got all that heat. Yeah, they're, they're yeah that's flushed. why they have to they have to sleep very soundly the night before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they can't they can't be near any open flames. They can't even have like a Nashville hot chicken sandwich. <laughs> They will go, they will go, uh, like, not even, like, they can't do a shot of Fireball. They no. can't, they can't watch Drew Barrymore's uh, Firestarter. They can't listen to Prodigy. <laughs> they can't listen to Alicia Keys. They no. certainly can't listen to Bruce Springsteen. Ooh, no, absolutely Ooh. not. No, no, no. They can't uh, browse Twitter and, and accidentally see hot memes. Oh, man, they can't have hot takes. Nope, they can't. They can't drink hot tea. <laughs> foop, foop, like they're made, like they're made of flash paper and oily rags. That's what brides is. Foom. foom. Yeah, it's like it's it's like somebody taking a picture in the 1830s. <laughs> well, that's actually not a lot of people use know this. They used to use uh, before the advent of flash bulbs. They just used brides. Oh, dear me. <laughs> anyway, so. Meanwhile, back at the couscousier, Date has been filled in on what's been going on, and Eiji's like, "Hey, bro, could you could you spare a few cell metals for a dying greed?" And Date's like, "Sure, but what's in it for Date? I want to hear a story." A new sitcom uh, with Paul Reiser called "My Two Unks." <laughs> I love it. And AG just immediately agrees. He's like, this is a good deal. This is a great idea. I've been trying to get you to fucking talk about this for 30 episodes. We're finally getting there. Yes, Date, we will take the medals. We agree. Yes. Start talking. And Date is like, yeah, I want to know all this because Goto and I have been hitting the books lately. What books? And by the way, wink. (laughs) What? What like like everything you need to know about greed, but we're afraid to ask? What what the fucking books? <laughs> Greed's for dummies. <laughs> if only they had gone to the library. Spoilers. <laughs> well, 
Goto's still trying to hack, but <laughs> turns out Kogami's onto him because yeah. <laughs> Goto's being monitored to uh, <laughs> ensure quality. It's like when I worked at a call center. <laughs> Kogami's like, cash me outside. We got to talk. I'll tell you everything you need to know. And then we get sort of like this dual storytelling between mm. Ankh and Kogami of the history of why there are two Ankhs. And uh, I mean, I, I took notes on this, but <laughs> oh, I can't. It's like half a page of me trying to figure <laughs> it out. And then it ends with Adam's just going to explain this anyways. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, I didn't take any notes. I mean, I could st- I could start us off because... Like, Kagami's like, meet me in the library where I keep all of my greed stuff. Because he's a total greed otaku. I've been researching this and collecting stuff for, like, ages, man. (laughs) There used to be, like, this king 800 years ago who was O's. And, like, they tried to steal animal powers by making these creatures out of metals. And then the king went crazy because he was super powerful. He was a Katamari of desire. He... Tried to eat all the grades and betrayed Ankh, who was his best bro. He steals Ankh's uh, core medals. In a really cool, flashy move where he like panther claws through yes. Ankh's chest and then comes out like Wolverine style holding a bunch of medals between his claws. Which, which AG I think has done previously on it, but although not quite as many medals. Not with like such big Kruger energy. Like he's yeah. really just oh, yeah. slashing right through his head. Now, now can we go can we go back for just a second? So okay, so there was this king who was a common writer O's, but that doesn't make him the first common writer, does it? No. So he's the first common writer O's. Oh fuck. Okay. Okay, I Josh, guess, here, but... so here's the thing. Okay. Is that common writers only exist in the same world as each other? during crossover events other than that they don't oh so in this world in this story that we are telling in this arc of 48 endless fucking episodes the only common writer in this world is common writer oh yes except during those weird two episodes where they talked about the other common writers okay so but this king was a common writer oh but he was evil and he was common writer for for evil I mean, I would call him King O's because he didn't, I don't think he was really a common writer per se, but yeah, yeah effectively. Okay, fine. And he built the greeds or he created the greeds originally to be like his muscle. Is that what we're, is that what we're talking about? I think he was just experimenting with how to get power. Okay. It's not real clear. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. Uh... The takeaway is once upon a time, there was a king who was O's and had the power of O's. And then wanted all the other power too, and killed all the greed to try to take their power. And then he turned to stone. A big stone sarcophagus. Yeah. Ankh tries to take his cores back and he does that by his arm flying off of his body. And it's a case of careful what you wish for because Mm. his arm gets his core medals. uh, And then that turns to stone. But then the rest of his body turns to stone away from his arm. And that's why we got... Two Ankhs, I guess. The Ankh in the past, who is the king's like right wing man or whatever. Uh, thank you. Should, I mean, should be a complete Ankh, but they're clearly just u- using like the, the same outfit where he did, has where he's missing like half a face. Uh, and they just don't try not to show it, but it's, I could still tell and it annoyed me. 
Uh, and that's it. That's the story. And that's the only annoying thing that's ever been in this uh, series. Yeah. And uh, Ankh gets to explore the mind-body dialectic in a very... Real way? Yeah. And it, like a real... Like he's really going to understand it. Yeah. 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 So deep. very recently, as a matter of fact, Kagami found Ankh's other body that was dormant and was just kind of wrapped up like a mummy. And uh, he tried to steal its core metal and it woke up and went somewhere. What he said was he took its core metal and then he like let it free. Sure. Although I assume, I assume before he did either of those things, while he was still on vacation and found it, he did some weekend at Bernie's shenanigans. <laughs> weekend at Onks. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Took him to an island and had voodoo magic done on him. Oh, not weekend at Bernie's too. Come on. Oh, that's it's the that's the superior one. Uh, all of us in the, all of us <laughs> fun, in the, I just sorry. I actually I just watched the exclusive black and white uh reprint <laughs> of Weekend at Bruce 2. Yeah. Uh overseen by the director. Uh and Josh, uh, just, just because the, you turn off the color saturation on your TV doesn't make it a new version. That's funny that you think I would have any idea how to do that on my TV at this point. Like TVs like TVs still have mad knobs or whatever <laughs> that you can just like, oh, I got to fix the horizontal control. Also, I can't wait to watch Match Game because it's 1976, apparently. <laughs> wow. Well, I hope you turn, turn off motion smoothing at least. Um, oh, fuck motion smoothing. Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so fun, fun story. When I was when I was young. Uh, and I was visiting my relatives in Calgary, my cousins and my sister and I, uh, got to go to see a movie and we were supposed to go see the same movie together. However, my sister and I were like, let's go see little mermaid, which had just come out. And my, my two cousins decided they would much rather go see weekend at Bernie's too. Is that the whole story? That's the entire story. What part of that is a story? The, it's events that I'm relating Nope, not a story. Not a story, I'm afraid. It's, How is that not a story? Uh, what 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 is it what is it missing that a story requires? Well, I mean the part story parts? Like an end? That, uh, there is like, an end. I saw Little Mermaid. It's the beginning of a story. And 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 history has, you know, been kinder to the Little Mermaid than it has been to Weekend of Bernie's too, and I made the right choice. The end. Back in the stairwell, Ugh. which the most exciting location in all of Japan, I guess, uh, Kazari and Ankh, too, oh, they're still hanging out. And Kazari's like, hey, you know what's cool? Uh, looking like a person, because as it turns out, monsters freak people out. And Ankh, too's like, great, I'm going to be creepy flannel boy. I, I looked at some people, and that's the one that spoke to me. He's 10 years old. He's wearing red. He's, he's made his decision, clearly. What's even more amazing than seeing a bird monster turn into a 10-year-old boy? Soup. Seeing a woman make soup from whatever's in an abandoned house. <laughs> this is my. This is the biggest dish at my restaurant. It's candle and first aid kit soup. I guess the couscousier's the- specialty is soup. She says her restaurant specialty is soup. They eat it in the triangle cross room. It's just they're in the. They go up to the very one of the house's many gables, uh, and uh, there's a giant, terrifying cross uh, hanging in the background, and it's uh, it's all very weird. He talks about his sister and how his sister was basically like, "Here's this doll, and you know what? This doll is also your sister. And if I if I cannot fulfill the duties of being a sister, just regard." 
this doll as me. Treat this doll with the same respect you would treat me. <laughs> yeah, which by the way, a super cool thing for a sister to do. Like this mm-hmm. is this is a this is a great call. Not since the Darling family left their children under the care of a dog <laughs> has a family member whiffed the child rearing process uh so beautifully. Hey, that dog was a nanny. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, my friend, this doll, this uh, this doll is your sister. And also, just in case you were wondering, uh, people are completed through death, and you're real special. <laughs> she has you know, some I... bad opinions. <laughs> sister stuff. Uh, and Chioka, Chioka hears this story and is like, "Oh, she seems real nice." And bless her, <laughs> bless Chioka for <laughs> oh not God. being able to read between the lines that maybe uh, Maki's sister was a low key nightmare uh, somewhere. A gross panda burbles. First, Chiyoko reaches out her hand and grasps Maki's hand tenderly. And Maki and then moves he, his like, thumb over her thumb. thumb <gasps> slightly. Like, ah, uh, yes, sister. Finally making a human fucking connection. And they like overlay. And then there was a and then there was a weird panda, and it's like, oh yeah, right. There was a yummy, wasn't there? After after right. the potential of seeing Maki's thumb like scooge into Chiyoko's hand, I, the panda showed up and I was like, oh, thank God. Well, this is at least I can keep my food now now looking at this disgusting panda as opposed to seeing Maki, like even the hint of like Maki having physical contact with another <laughs> human. Wow. He's gross. Okay. You're not wrong. Anyway, it turns out Date, uh, Date likes stories. <laughs> Who doesn't? Oh, you guys, apparently. (laughs) Uh, This this one time I uh, walked across the street and then I was on the other side of the street. Nice. I like it. What? (laughs) Well, that's my time. Let's bring out your headliner. Um, (laughs) So uh, the monkey bot is like. The monkey bot is like, hey, that gross panda is somewhere, and it's time for the gang to spring into action. Hina's there. She has a brainwave. She's like, oh, man, if the ancient O's king got crazy because of uh, metal lust, then what will happen to A.G.? Remember when she was super strong? And that was like a thing that happened on the show. What? Who? She's the lady. That lady is super. Oh, Chioko. I don't think Chiyoko no. was ever super strong. No, 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 no. Hina, she's real strong, you guys. You mean that girl that, like, Chiyoko no. hired to, like, sweep or whatever? No. Hmm. No. She hmm. has, su- she has, there is a person on the show with superpowers. Oh, yeah. Oh, O's. No. Oh. Josh, it's been so long since you've seen this show, you've started to forget who has superpowers. It's sad. She has superpowers! She's so strong! And she never does anything with it except stand around in a dumb clown outfit and worry about boys. Yeah. <laughs> what what could hope, happen to AG? I hope boys are okay. <laughs> well, anyways, let me lift up this house so I can clean the basement. I'm real strong! <laughs> Jesus. So, back, back in the attic. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 AG no, has that, a question. Okay. Like, hey, what's going to happen it, when you yeah. stick your arm back on the other guy? He's like, eh, weakest one's going to die, I guess. But that won't be me. I'm strongest. I'm an arm. Woo. We learn that uh, Maki's sister wasn't nice at all. Chioko. What? Uh, she, was, she, was, uh, she was a total dick, uh, apparently, for wanting to get married 
and leaving her brother in the care of a doll. Um, I mean, also, she seemed like generally just kind of like mean and sarcastic. Not great. No. Not so a great he person. escorts her to the top of the stairs <laughs> and chains her out. I said good day. We are at capacity. You will have to come back later. Like, he puts up the tiniest chain, which only seems to exist for this moment and this moment only. I am sorry. I am having flashbacks. I will have to see you out. And he is rude and weird. And Chiyoko is like, hey, okay, we'll just stop by the restaurant then. And doesn't say, oh, you're crazy and I'm never coming back and you're weird. Bye. No. Or at least like, is this a museum? I'm confused. Yeah, she just exits down the stairs while he cries into his doll. It's <laughs> she, she doesn't exit, she crosses. Yes. And then Maki goes to the forbidden door and pulls off the entirely ornamental planks because they just like they just come off like pudding. And that's where he keeps his fire. He's just got a big it's like Wayne and Garth's room with all the ninjas in it. Uh this is just the room with all the fire in it which is being protected by a wooden door and two wooden planks known for being uh, the opposite of fire. The most flame retardant materials on earth comma wood. This is the room with fire, but it has too much fire. So you might want to wear a hat. There's a lot of fire. Don't get any brides near that room. I'll tell you oh, what. Oh shit. Exactly. No. In the corner, we see like a dress form with a bride's dress on it and fire. And then like next to it is a bed that's on fire. And next to it is Billy Joel going, Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red, <laughs> China, Johnny Red, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio. Uh, nice. Sorry. Okay. But jo- next Josh, time I get to do Midnight Oil. Oh yeah. What's up, buddy? Quick question. Do you know all the lyrics to We Didn't nope, Start just, the Fire? Thankfully, just the opening. Okay, just checking. Rock and roll the cola wars! How do we sleep That's when like our beds are burning? Sorry. I called dibs on Midnight Oil. Corey worked all night on the Blue Sky Mine to get that joke. It's true. Uh, fun fun story. Uh, once once uh, Ian... Oh, and... we won't be the judge of that. <laughs> We'll see. Once uh, Ian and uh, Beach, who you may or may not know, and, and another another couple people went to uh, a uh, name that tune contest at a sports bar randomly. And uh, Ian had to guess uh, the, that min, uh, beds are burning and he guessed Radar Love and was wrong. And then when they played it, everybody sang Radar Love instead of ben, Beds are burning. How was that? Was that better? <laughs> I mean, Radar it ended love. exactly the same way. <laughs> no, this this actually this had a punchline. It had a story. It was more of a story. Ah, it's great. I'm gonna keep telling Good. stories until you like one. That's a threat. I, I'm surprised they didn't invite you to replace Garrison Keeler, Adam. I'm also surprised. <laughs> Let me tell you guys about a little story called Neon Genesis Evangelion. And that's the news from Neon Genesis Avengers. Yeah, anyway. 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 Chiyoko's busy thinking about what a nice time she had with Maki. And so does not notice a panda (laughs) trying to kill her. And also doesn't notice Date body checking the panda into the weeds. Uh, And everybody's, uh, they're fighting. And I gotta say, by the way. This is a shitty monster. This is the shitty... Of, of all the monsters that have been fought, this one is like, they're kicking its ass without even henching. I they're disagree. Like, it's Panda Ken is really holding holding them off. 
He's got those big claws. Claws and can those fire. Orca fins. Yeah, fins. So Cir- many fins. In circles. What? Are you, how is how is, how are the good guys supposed to keep up with this number of fins just it's flying around? I, I and not a poet. I can't get like, rid of all these fins. Ah. <laughs> Ag's like, I better do a combo, and Date's like, no, but, but that stupid king, be careful. Don't do so many combos, bro. Uh, let me let me handle it. So Ag's like, okay, and Date starts feeding coins into his ultimate attack. You know, I was thinking it's probably really boring for Date to have to do that attack. He's like, well, that's that's another five minutes of my life I'm never getting back. <clears throat> but then he's got a then Ugh. he's got a breast he's got a breast cannon. I mean, does that make up for, like, the buildup, though? Just, like, desultorily, like, sticking coins in your belt until it's ready? Being like, maybe this is the lot. Nope. All right, maybe. Th- nope. This has got to be the lot. Nope. How many coins does this take? There was a big explosion, but how many of those coins came from the breast cannon? Like, how does this work? <laughs> right? <laughs> and then... Like, typically when Date does the work, Date takes the, the cell medals, but Eiji's, like, groping around the ground and goes, gotta pay Date back. And I'm like, with his own money? Which... Yeah, I think Ankh previously established a first-come-first-serve uh, <laughs> cell medal collections. I suppose. You know, policy. He's crawling around, picking up medals, and Ankh's like, you're dumb. What a dummy jerk. And Date's Ooh. like, wow, he's really, he's so earnest, he really does want to pay me back. What a nice boy. Less of a nice boy is Maki, and we're getting some other, more some more flashbacks. Uh, to reiterate, his sister, not great for wanting a life outside of her turtleneck nerd brother. And he remembers that she wore eyeliner. Ooh. I'm making, right? making fun of how, how smart he is. Yeah, also, I mean, smart. it's possible he was going to be left alone in a giant mansion with only a doll to take care of him, which isn't great. However... He does overreact a touch. Just a touch. Uh, He murders her with fire. Which, I would like to point out, is one of the worst ways to die. It's not brilliant. It's Uh, real bad. We wouldn't know, however, because we don't certainly hear like her screams or anything like that. We just see see the room burn down. And uh, everybody just kind of make a note. Maki is a murderer. He is a straight-up murderer. Speaking of the Halloween Halloween reference I made at the top of the show, this is not <laughs> terribly different from uh, young Michael Myers uh, uh, killing his sister real good for daring to do it. And his sister only dared to think about doing it, potentially. Also, yeah. that's how the doll lost its hair, melted off. The end. Oh, finally, that question answered. I know we were all like, why is that doll, doll bald? But now we know. Also, now we know that that doll was at least to begin with gendered female, although how the doll identifies now is an open question. I mean, that's the doll's business and the doll's business alone, Adam. Absolutely. And if the doll wants to let us know, the doll can let us know in its own time. But we also get to find out that we don't really know something until it's dead. Like, oh, it can become perfect. Like, yes. It, it can achieve its best form if it's yeah. dead. He's a... Uh... <laughs> I can't stress enough that Maki is a creepy, crazy person and needs to be handed over to the authorities immediately. Uh, he says something along the lines of, uh, my sister within me is always gently smiling, gently smiling, and was completed through death, he says to nobody. Because now I remember her as a nicer person. <laughs> right. And she's not there to be like, no, I'm actually mean. 
Uh, and then uh, Kazari and Ankh too show up, and they're like, "Hey, uh, let's end the episode. Let's you do wanted, something else." He's like, "Hey, you want to do time. the thing?" And he's like, "Fuck yeah, I want to do the thing. You always knew I wanted to do the thing. Now I'm doing the thing." And he pulls out a little, little, little trigger, and he pops it. And back at the lab, everything gets all sparked up. And the reason, I mean, obviously he's always wanted to end the world. This has been like his steez the entire time. Mm. But he points out like, I want the world to end before Chioko invariably turns into an asshole, which is how people work. I'm an expert and not a creep who talks to a doll. And I'm also a murderer. It's it's mostly true that she can't turn into an asshole if she's dead. Yeah, the the, po- the potential is gone. Unless she's an asshole skeleton. Ooh, the worst kind. <laughs> and then all the candroids like wake up and fly away and take the f- painting with them and they they help them move house. It's very yeah. nice of them. So, okay. I am picturing like I'm picturing I'm picturing like a salary man gets home you know, hangs up his hat, takes his coat off, says hi to his wife. Like, hey, honey, how was your day? Did you did you see all those weird robot birds in the sky carrying a painting? Was that was that on the news? Because I saw on the way home, there was the sky full of can bird. I mean, things the protagonist then, saw it. I thought everyone saw it. There was a weird painting with a dinosaur and like dead babies. I don't know. Ankh and uh, A.G. are walking home from the fight. And on a bridge above them is Kazari and uh, Maki and uh, uh, Ankh too, and uh, and they're just standing there and like, hey, uh, well now some shit's gonna happen probably, and there's a bunch of cans in the sky, so uh, keep on your toes, I guess. End of episode. Oh, and Ankh too uses his echolocation to to zap Ankh in the head so that he knows who he's dealing with, like Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and then everybody walks away and what the fuck ever. That's it. That's I was end. really tempted to watch the next episode at mm. this point. I was just like, what's what's going on? What's going to happen to the ride vendor squad without their, <laughs> their cans? Oh, yeah. What, he, what good is your motorcycle if it's not full of cans? He hates these cans. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I guess uh, all the cards are now in place to very slowly be resolved over the course of the next 18 episodes. No spoilers, but it is moving into uh, another sort of overall arc. And it's I really like this part. Are we done with like creep of the week? Kind of. No. Are we just. No, oh, okay. never, never, never. No, no. Um, always that. But you know how the first sort of overall arc was the greeds trying to do stuff and, and what happened there. And then Date showed up and they're sort of like, yeah. what happened with that? Now, now we're moving into another sort of overall. This is generally what's happening type thing. They got to change up the game. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm ready for it. Looks like in next week's episode, there's uh, shenanigans. Oh, yeah. The, the end. The end. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. We did. Hooray. We talked about it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, what did you guys think of this episode? I guess I liked it. I liked actually getting an explanation and kind of a setup. Kogami was very weird. <laughs> yes, uh, you, in this you, episode. Where's Where's the even keeled Kogami we've come to know and love? <laughs> low these thirty episodes. What a weirdo he turned out to be, huh? Shocking. He doesn't usually spend all his time at eleven. <laughs> yeah, he usually goes down to nine occasionally, just for comparison. He's having so much fun, though. Like you can't say, no! 
you can't can't you can't do loud quiet loud uh without quiet it's true that's uh that's why he was eventually thrown out of the pixies i like to see <laughs> goto doing some actual work for once yep maki it was kind of nice to finally figure out where he stands and hopefully he will no longer stalk chiako but he's also a straight up murderer and we don't have to care about I mean, I feel like over the course of the season, like, you know, Maki's uh, not right in the, their head, but, you know, we should probably feel bad for him because he's going through a lot. But now that he is legitimately a murderer of another human being, regardless of how dickish she might have been, uh, I, I don't really need anything good to happen to him. And I hope uh, I, I hope he comes to in an unglamorous end. I hope bad things happen to him. But like, I hope he sits in a, like, sequestered in an evil lair instead of, like, at the couscousier every day for the lunch special. <laughs> Just being real creepy? Well, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't have an evil lair anymore. He done blowed it up with his ballpoint pen. Yeah, and he doesn't have, like, a mansion to hang out with, certainly. Oh, that's true. He does have that mansion. <laughs> He's can, right. he, he, can, he can resident evil up. Uh, he can put, like, crests that are divided into four pieces on on the doors stuff like that it'll be great none of this none of this chain stuff anymore he's gonna go all out get out and don't come in here tink (laughs) if i opened a door to a fire room i would not i would not just step in there i would not be like oh this seems like a great idea la 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 okay guys it's its own deterrent do you both think that that room is literally always on fire and not just on yeah. fire in Maki's yeah, mind? Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That is, that's where they keep the fire. If anybody <laughs> in Japan needs fire, that's where they go get it. Oh. It's like, a, like it's, it's like a well, only the opposite. We saw a real fire reflected on Maki's glasses. Yeah, no, that's key. You can't just do that with imaginations. I mean, we also saw Chiyoko reflected on his glasses Morpheus style. A lot of stuff reflected on his glasses this week. <laughs> Two things. I mean, that's more than usual. I don't know if I'd call it a lot, though. <sighs> a two. <laughs> Gesundheit. Well, uh, this has been Greed Watch 20-whatever. I'm Corey Andrew Dickinson. <laughs> no? Wait. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Josh King. <laughs> I'm your, so confused. Your dog, your dog banjo is adorable. <laughs> Thank you. I love him too. It's great. Uh, which one are you, Adam? I, oh, I guess you're Adam. I don't know because you were both each other. I'm a, I'm That's Adam true. Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cold Sarcasmium. Bye. <laughs> Good night.